Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Howdy people and welcome to another episode of Squirm. I'm the host Rick. I'll be talking you through today's embarrassing tales. Let's get started. Hi there folks, it's Rick again with another embarrassing story. Um, last couple of days I've been umming and ahhing whether or not to record this one because this one's probably the worst one that I've got. Um... It's grotesque, cringy all at the same time and, and quite personal. Um, so I was racking it backwards and forwards in my brain whether or not I wanted to record it and I've decided, fuck it, we're going to record it. So here we go. So when I was younger, um, I was a bit wayward, especially with ladies. It's not particularly that oh, I am good looking, it's just that I believe that I talk a load of rubbish and some girls like that. So I was quite fortunate, I dated quite a few girls etc and this one particular girl was quite attractive and I, I was seeing her on a regular basis. Um, now to be quite blunt and crude, the sex was really good with this particular girl and, and we had quite crazy sex in fact. Um, we draw the line at water sports, nothing like that. When I say crazy stuff, I don't mean, you know, poo and shit, poo and piss and things like that. It's just definitely not not into that sort of thing. All whips and chains and gimp masks, that's not my thing either. Um, so... We, we were getting particularly heated one evening and we were over at her house and, you know... Um, it was getting quite in depth, so we're getting down to it, and she's quite aggressive, and she's got like quite large nails and things, and she's she's grabbing me and tugging me and scratching me, and what she's done is she's like grabbed my old boy quite hard, and I've quite enjoyed it. Sadly, uh, I'm, I'm not twisted; I've just enjoyed it quite a lot. So anyway, the sex had done, the sex was finished, and amazing. So what I did was, as a gentleman does, straight away I pulled up my trousers and left. And um, I went home and at the time I was living with my best friend and I, um, we would chat about stuff as you do. Girls do it as well with our best friend. And I was telling him how great the sex was. So I decided to run myself a bath. Um, So the bath was running and we were having a chat and things. And... To put it bluntly, my knob started stinging quite a bit, and um, I thought, fucking hell, I, I normally always use protection, and I haven't this particular time, and I thought, fucking hell, that's quick, so it's really hurting, so 
I didn't want to have a look at it or anything like that. So I've run the bath. I said to my mate, I said, Ben, I'll, I'll chat to you in a bit. I'm running a bath. I'm going to jump in the bath. He's like, no problems, pal. So I've gone in there and I've, I've pulled my strides down and um, I'm, I'm jumping the bath. And this almighty pain fucking hits me. And it, it, it hurts so fucking bad. It's unbelievable. And it draws tears to my eyes. It was a bit like someone pouring vinegar on my old boy. And I knew there was something wrong. But, you know, one of them incidents, if you're male, you don't want to look down and see what's wrong. You know, it's better not to see. It's like when my mate fell off his bike, um, giving someone a backy, and he slipped uh, backwards, and he fell on the tyre on his uh, old boy, and he just wouldn't look at it. So I had a look and uh, noticed that he twisted the ball bag round. So it's one of them sort of scenarios. So I, I, I refused to look. I refused to look. So what I did is I said, Ben, Ben, come in here. You've got to have a look. Like, I'm three years old. Um, what's going on? And his face was a picture. So he's walked in the bathroom. You see me in the bath. It's a bit uncomfortable, but he's seen it all. We used to play football together. Um, and he, 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 the look of, look of shock in his face. And he's like, fucking hell, mate. You need to go to the ambulance. Then the shock, the horror. And I've looked down. And my bath water would normally be, you know, normal bath water colour. But my bath water colour was actually fucking red. And I'm thinking, fuck, fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? So I've leapt out the bath, and obviously I'm bleeding. And I look down at him, and Ben's still there, and he's fucking not sure what to do. He's really, really broke back, mountain style. So I'm like, Ben, what the fuck's going on with it? Have a look, mate, have a look. For fuck's sake, please have a look. So he's gone, no, I ain't looking, mate. I've seen enough. I've already tortured his mind, and I'm saying, no, have another look. Ben, have a fucking another look. I'm not going to the hospital with a knob problem. So he's he's looked down and he said, fuck knows, but you're bleeding quite a bit, mate. So I bite the bullet, I look down, and I think, fucking hell, it's stinging, stinging. And I look, and I see something's in the side of my knob, and I think, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? So I reach down and be a man, and I pull out whatever the fuck it is. And it turns out it's... Uh, the girl I'm seeing's nail, her false nail is actually being embedded into my old boy and he's cut it quite badly. So I've got a particular thing on my brain that I don't want to go to hospital because it's pretty embarrassing. Like, everyone goes, go hospital about it. Yeah, all right then, mate. Like, you know, nurses are human beings as well and they're going to have a right old laugh at my inconvenience. So I've pulled the nail out. And I thought, hey, it might get infected and that. So what I did is rub loads of Savlon on it. And it managed to stop the bleeding and everything. So what I did was, for about three weeks, I used to cover my old boy in, like massively in Sudocrem and Savlon. So it was like I walked around with a nappy on. It was all squelchy and horrible in my kecks. But the good news about the old embarrassing, cringy story is it healed up quite well. And once it healed up, I went to my local GP and um, I've got a massive scar on it now. So that's like my badge of honour. And uh, the sad thing is that some girls that obviously I'm with at the minute will ask me questions about it. So they don't exactly get that story. I just uh, had a little bit of a problem when I was a young lad and I needed an operation to rectify it. Because you don't want to tell like the girls that you're, you're going out with that... Actually, some little tramp fucking stuck her false nail in it. (laughs) 
I was having a chat with the boys today and um, we were having a chat about all, all the different things we've got up to and all the, the holidays and that. I ain't been on many lads' holidays, but what I try and do is make the ones that I do go on as memorable as possible. Now, it's a recurring issue. Now, I know this podcast has started slipping in and we like a bit of diversity, slipping into trends of, you know, toiletry humour. Now, I'm not a fan of toiletry humour, but but people out there are. So I just wanted to relay what I'm serial at, like not a serial predator or a serial attacker or anything like that. What I am is a serial wetter. I like to say. Now, a serial wetter is this. If you're listening in other countries, a serial wetter is what I call this. Now, basically, I always have a good time when I go on holiday, but I do drink exceptionally, well, way too much. Way too much, meaning uh, one bottle of wine, two bottles of wine, maybe three bottles of wine, maybe a bit of rosé, you know, because I'm a real man. Um, So we love a bit of rosé. So I will sink that quite comfortably uh i say quite comfortably i'm not saying i'm stable on my legs or or you can understand anything that's coming out of my mouth as you can tell by listening to this podcast sometimes i mix up my words when i'm sober um so it's not enjoyable for my friends to be around until i do the serial wetter thing uh, now the serial wetter thing is when i've succeeded in my mission to become absolutely shit-faced and my friends tickle me now not actually physically tickle me but make me laugh or a particular situation makes me laugh so hard but the problem is i tend to wet my trousers or wet the shorts on this particular occasion and i tend to piss myself now I've really thought long and hard about relaying this story because it's not exactly a manly thing to to admit that I'm a serial wetter and a serial person that pisses their trousers when they've drunk too much. But I find the circumstances quite amusing um, and I found out a good way to cover it up. So we're out in Magaluf and I've done my usual... um, you know, obviously the key holiday destination for the middle class in the UK, Magaluf. So I was out there and it was a stag do. So I've gone out there, we're all having a great time. We're, we're making up for lost time. We're only out there for, you know, 48 hours or whatever. So I'm making the most of it and I've got a pair of shorts on and, you know, one of the guys in the club has made me laugh. So what I've done is I've pissed through my shorts. Now... It's quite dark in the club, but there's a lot of strobe lights and everything. And I don't know how to deal with it because I tap my mate and, and, and I think, don't tell him, don't tell him, he's going to judge you. And then I thought, fuck it. It's one of my best mates, I've got to tell him. So I said, oh, hold up, mate, I've um, pissed my shorts. And it went for the first time. So it was a little bit of laughter in that there. And I didn't know how to cover it up because obviously when you're away with the boys, you'd want to do a little bit of sharking back then. And what I mean by sharky is... When you're all a day on board, you've, uh, abroad, you've drunk too much, so you're on a dance floor and you're sharking about. And what me and the lads used to call the seals, which is the girls that have drunk a little bit too much, we, we tend to latch on them. And you can imagine, like, I don't know, a wibble-wobble toy. Like, I've got a Mr. T one, for example, you put in the back of your car, you dance like that. But rather than your head flicking backwards and forwards, it's your waist. It's sort of like a really uncomfortable thrust. Now, the thrust movement you can get away with most situations. Now, if it's a little bit of dance, you've got to speed it up. If it's a little bit of a slow dance thing, you just slow the thrust down. So we're looking for, like, seals and that, but I've wet my, wet my shorts, so I've, I've got to find a way of freestyling it. Because, obviously, denim shorts, don't judge me, I don't look like George Michael, the denim shorts I'm wearing are saturated, they're covered. 
So what do I do? What do I do? So my mate hatches the most amazing plan, the, the, the best plan I can think of. So I've got a drink in mind. He said, just throw it on yourself. Go on, just throw it on yourself. So what I've done is, with a bit of anger, of course, I've launched it. I've got it all down my shirt and all down my denim shorts. And it was a quite a tight-fitting shirt. At, so tight-fitting shirt, denim shorts, but they're a bit longer than what you're thinking. They're not the frayed ones at the bottom. Right, so I've thrown it. It's covered my uh, shirt, it's covered my denim jeans, and I'm ready to shark, I'm ready to hit the dance floor and pick up some seals. What I didn't realise is the more, you know, you throw drinks on yourself, and I'm drying out because it's nice and humid, you can't get rid of the smell of piss. You can't do it. So, I spent that whole entire evening trying to shark on girls, but the thing is, when girls are even drunk, they can still smell piss, and I was like, I don't know, like... Like Superman's kryptonite to females. And not even my mates wanted to knock about with me because I stunk a wee. So it was a good couple of hours and we were miles away from the hotel. I couldn't get changed. So that particular night I was highly unsuccessful. But it was one of many times that I like to call the serial wetter moments in my life. So I thought I'd share it with you. I don't know if any of you are interested in it. But but that's the serial wetter, just in case you... uh, you wanted to know and obviously you know a little bit about sharking now as well but thanks for listening again uh i hope you listen to the next podcast and thank you for your continued support have a good week and always keep smiling Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Yes.